Jamie. Jessica. You're my yes! salt cast bae. So, story behind this. Our intro plays, we dance. I was doing the salt bay dance, and I say, salt cast bay. <laughs> That's our new thing. Yep. I have been. doing that for the last several episodes, so I figured I'd. Be an episode I title. figured I'd address it. Wait, what? Oh, duh. <laughs> hey, what, maybe one of us will maybe. say something even wilder than that. <gasps> and maybe this was all for naught. Anyway, <laughs> how are you? Oh, you know, just living my oh, best Saturday Same. morning life. How about you? I, uh, you know, I'm going to drink some more coffee after this and then take my dogs on a walk. That's going to be great. And I'm drinking drinks. my coffee right now. Dude, it's I cute. got one of these. I like, like it. Like, it's like a knockoff mm-hmm. Yeti mug. Because um, I got oh, one I of the ones because I was jealous yeah. of yours. I like with the it. Little with handle. The handle. I got these at Costco. Shut up. Two for $15. Well? Okay, because yeah. when I go back oh, to work, yeah. I'm going to probably need one because my. I do love my Yeti, but it doesn't hold that much liquid. Yeah, this is a 14-ounce nice. one. I think the Yeti is only a 10-ounce, um, so it's hard to, like, fit, like, a cup I think, of I coffee. I think you're correct. A cup of coffee and creamer. Yeah, because I was looking at the Yeti ones because I had to go to the hardware store, too, and I was like, they're just expensive they are, they're for like not a lot of room. I got it for, as a uh, white elephant gift. Yeah. It, yeah. But, yeah, I was like, if I'm going to buy that, like, I'd rather right. get a bigger I one. Myself, Bless you. So that was not recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling, Thank but you. I wanted to say it anyways. <laughs> and I didn't want to have to, like, edit it out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, like, a two-pack of these for $15. And I am, like, the worst at drinking I my coffee before it gets cold. Sometimes I'm momming and then I forget about my coffee. <laughs> um, I'll send you the link on Costco.com. Um, on Costco.com, they're $20, I think, for a two-pack. Okay. But I think they're still worth it. Because this was the last oh, wow. one that was at yeah, my I, warehouse. I don't know if I've seen those. I was there, yes. Um, the two-pack, like, it didn't... Yeah, it didn't even have a price on it. I was just like, well, like, I'll ask how much it is at the register, and if it's, like, more right. than 20 I'm not going to buy them. But then it was, like, fifteen oh, I think. How's your no-shopping like, yeah. going? Honey, bless your heart. Oh, my God. I know. So I'm doing a, no, a, per, a personal 30-day no shopping challenge. I'm not buying any clothes, shoes, handbags, Bless decor, bitches or heart. plants. When she posted this on Instagram, I immediately okay. texted her and I said, "Yeah, literally bless your heart." <laughs> well, okay. I figured like I've been buying a lot of home decor and clothes lately. Um, the home decor just because I was like. I'm sick of having all this, like, old-ass shit, so let's get some stuff that actually, like, makes our place feel like ours, and, you know, some cuter stuff, some newer stuff, because a lot of our stuff was, like, hand-me-downs from, like, when we lived with our parents, or, like, our old roommates, or, you know, just stuff you've acquired over time. So I was like, I want, like, some cohesive shit. (laughs) Um, Anyways, that was that. And then, because I've been losing so much weight lately, I need new clothes. But new clothes are expensive. I did. That was actually my, like, last straw. I was totally made it when I said that. You got some really (laughs) cute stuff off Poshmark, and then she said, yes, I did. So, my bad. I was muted myself on accident. (laughs) Yes. Ah! Oopsies. Um, But, yeah, that was my, like, catalyst to say I need to stop shopping right now. And also, I buy... Plants. She has like been, you guys. We have a group text, business. me, her, and Audrey, and we just talk about 
mm-hmm. the shit we buy. And then we ask each other, should I buy this? And then usually the answer is yes. So it's... Yeah, like 99% of the time. But it's good. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're enablers, but, so, like, in like, the best kind of way. Like, that's what we've described ourselves as. A sweater tank top that I've had my eye on for months, okay? And it kept popping up on my Facebook because Revolve just knows the way to my heart. It was expensive. <laughs> and I... Well, right? Gotta I love a targeted ad, though. In the group chat, and I was like, please talk me out of it. And they were like, well, we can't really do that because it's really cute. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to treat yeah. myself. I hadn't ordered anything in a while, so I ordered it. I was wearing it, and our other friend, mm-hmm. Sierra, goes, hey, where'd you get that? That's really cute. And I was like, oh, Revolve. And then she goes, oh, they're really expensive. And Wes was standing right there, and I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> no. And he goes, how Damn much it, Sierra. was it? Just kidding. I, like, uh, I plead the fifth. But no, he doesn't really care, but it was just really funny. <laughs> that's hella funny. No, that's how Zach is too. Like, well, especially because like right now, like clothes are yes. a little bit of a necessity well, you're for going me. Work and you, you also like, you know, you're losing weight, which is amazing. You need clothes to yeah. fit. Right. So like, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I really don't want to be buying. That's yeah. why I'm like, buying so much shit on Poshmark because I'm like, well, if I'm gonna lose and another twenty five pounds, like I might go down another size. So. And, yeah. Yeah, and then like shopping like Target sale and shit like that. And Costco, yeah. of course. Those are my budget Dude, shopping Costco tips. If really anyone wants to know, like very soft, fluffy pullover, quarter zip. Me too. It's so cute. Let me know. I put it in the cart, and he said put it back. So I did. He's like, you have a thousand sweaters. Literally, just cut and it's a hundred degrees outside. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, bitch. I did the same thing. I put it in my cart, and then I pictured mm-hmm. Zach saying the same goddamn thing to me. This and then I put friends. it back because I was like, "Well, it's on sale it right is. now. It's only fifteen dollars instead of twenty. And I almost so bought it last cool. year because so I bought Mackenzie one last year because she was like, "I got her mm. following that Costco mm. does it again." That's page your on That's your bad. <laughs> You're. I know. And she was like, "I knew this." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll order it for you." So, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Is worst. it my turn this week? It's my turn. Anyways, this is okay. A podcast. So. Yeah, it is. We just uh, <laughs> so yeah. um, I just like last minute switched my case. I have not like fully read through all of this, so bear with me, you guys. Um, I got this from Reddit from our homie Trifle Truffles. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your research. Um, so we're talking about a best friend duo who went missing. Weird. Yes, ma'am, from Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, so Mm. um, 36-year-old Shaniqua Burnett, I think, yeah, no, Shakina, Shakina, I think, Shakina, Shakina, okay, I'm sorry, I don't know, but, um, and 34-year-old Turquesa Wallace were really close childhood friends. Um, um, January 15th, 2014, Shaquina... Shaquina's mother, Sharon Giles, contacted the North Little Rock Police Department to tell them that they had not seen her since January 9th. That's six days. Shaquina's mother told the authorities that her aunt, Pamela Norris, had gone to check on Shaquina and found the door to her apartment at 800 North Beach Street wide open. Pamela did not call the police. Oh, no, thank you. She spent the night in the apartment because the door would not lock and she didn't want anyone to break in. 
Um, Sharon told the police that Shaquina was a frequent drug user and could be staying in College Station. The next day, her friend Turquesa Wallace was reported missing as well. Weird. She dropped her five-year-old son off at her cousin's house and had not been seen since. Turquesa's cousin, Tracy, told the police that she had been also dealing with a drug addiction and depression issues and might have left town. Another family member told police that Turquesa was supposed to be staying with family in Texas, but she never arrived. Tracy was concerned because that there had been unreported domestic violence between Turquesa and her boyfriend, Tor Taurus Whitley. Taurus told the police he had not seen her in several days, but thought he saw her driving near Park Avenue, Pike Avenue, and could not be sure that it had been her. He also told police that she had been dealing with a drug, drug addiction, obviously, and depression since her two sons were in prison, but he never knew her to leave town without calling her family or children. Initially, yeah. police did not connect the cases. Um, after subpoenaing, subpoenaing phone records, there had been evidence that both women, Shaquina and Turquesa, had been communicating just before they disappeared. Detective Gary Jones said he believes that they were together because they're their phones were pinging off of the same tower. The two were calling and texting each other leading up to their disappearance. Um, that's weird. It's very weird. Um, the detective yeah. commented, is foul play involved? What could have happened? What were they doing? What was going on? We're just trying to piece everything together. Um, Shaquina's sister, Shanisa, and their father, Buford, described her as a well-rounded, talented sketch artist who adored her children, family, and faith highlighting she feared God and she believed in God. Uh, Turquesa was uh, remembered as a loyal and independent mother with a big personality and a loud, obnoxious laugh that was always infectious. Um, Tracy recalled how it took years to stop chasing every white Toyota Corolla, which was Turquesa's car that she found. Um, Turquesa's mm -hmm. car was never found. Um, Sergeant, oh, Sergeant Brian okay. Dietrich of the L North Little Rock Police Department recalled that Turquesa's vehicle was flagged. Her cell phone records were checked out, but there's been no cell phone activity. There's been no financial records or no activity on financial records. There's been no activity on the vehicle. There was no further information Jesus. on either woman until December of 2015. So that is almost two years later. Um, a fisherman in the Arkansas River near the Big Dam Bridge discovered a human leg with a shoe on it. The DNA matched Shaquina. Um, her dad obviously was so devastated. Um, he said they took a mother, they took a daughter, and they and she's a grandmother now. Um, yeah, it's, there was not enough of Shaquina's body to hold a funeral or a burial, so they just cremated her instead. Um, you know, her sister said that they sympathized with Turquesa, her, her family, because they don't know. Um, her yeah. loved ones remain hopeful that she didn't have the same fate as Shaquina, um, but they just don't know. Um, they haven't found her body, her car. God. They They're hoping, obviously, that she's still out there somewhere. Um, her cousin Tracy uh, mm -hmm. is raising her son. Um, 
North Little Rock Police Chief Mike Davis remains baffled, and he's, he was quoted saying, It's the only criminal case file that's been sitting on my desk for years as a reminder to never forget and never lose hope. If you have any information on either woman, please contact Little, little North Rock... <laughs> North Little Rock Cold Case Division at 501-812-2591. Words are hard. Words are hard. Um, it's also noted that Shaquina might have been staying with a boy in College Station. Um, I couldn't find it. a boy. Yeah, so a I don't boy? really know because she's like 36, <laughs> so I don't really know what that what that entails. I know. <laughs> like, that just sounds um, weird. Like, it sounds so dramatic. Like, and in oh, College she was with Station, a boy. maybe a young man. Um, oh, shit. Turquesa was supposed to be staying, obviously, in family, but never showed up. Um, were they both traveling to Texas together? But, um, mm. uh, it's really not known. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. Some people posit maybe that, like, the car, since, uh, Turquesa's car is missing and Shaquino is found in water to, like, look in the water for maybe, like, a car if they were together um maybe like something happened or yeah. they were drugs involved and like it was an accident but also it's just kind of weird um so it's interesting they only found her hell yeah leg though in a body of water kind of makes sense um yeah, like, it, there's, you know, more places for yeah things to Um, up. It's also, like, they probably didn't have enough information to tell how she died. Um, they're saying that Shaquina's case is noted on the Charlie Project as being resolved, and Turquesa's has been deemed what? a homicide. And I'm assuming they're saying it's resolved just the because fuck? they found... A portion of her body but that's i don't th- right especially if they were up. together right before they disappeared to me that's just like too much of a coincidence um yeah uh-uh. a lot of people were saying that like you know um <sighs> it's just weird and then someone also commented uh, 30, the one, uh, Turquesta was 34 with two sons in prison. And then Trifle Truffles noted, um, she said it wasn't something that, st- or they said, I'm sorry. I don't know why I assume Trifle Truffles is a woman. I just do. I'm really sorry. Um, they said that, um, uh, that wasn't something that really struck them while they were writing the post, but, uh, they mentioned they looked up more information on Turquesta's kids. Um, mm-hmm. But I get I don't know if they oh uh, they said they couldn't really find um, any more information about why her kids were in jail, other than you know like her daughter one of her daughters had a, a child so uh, Turquesta would have been a grandma, um, a very young grandma. Um, yeah, it's kind of trippy. This case is getting old. It's mm-hmm. 2014. When did this happen again? And they found Shaquina's Damn. leg in 2015. So, I guess that's interesting to me because that's almost two years later, and they found her leg. Right, because I'm actually pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I, I hate to say it like that, like that 
they were even able to and get they found that DNA much. enough I mean, to like, match it to her. I feel like. Right, because I feel like in water they do, and and, and then you you factor yeah, like in not like to be gross, the but... um, outside conditions, fish, other wildlife, things mm -hmm. go really quickly. Um, so that's interesting to me. They, I mean, they found enough tissue on the leg to test for DNA. That's, or yeah. I guess maybe not even tissue. You can test test for DNA with bone marrow. So, but still, like, like yeah. I said, I'm just like kind of surprised that they were even able to get that much it's, and like mm -hmm, it's yeah just in general so that's that um that's very sus to me to friends so it just says they're childhood mm -hmm. friends i don't know necessarily that they were best friends but they were friends and they were obviously together so and then they're both missing yeah that's very strange so uh strange. yeah but you're up girl all right, so mine is um, actually like a little famous, um, but mm -hmm. I think it's very interesting. So, um, who killed okay, Jam I, Master you, Jay? Do you I've know who heard this is? Of, what is it? Run D Run the D yeah. I've I've heard of it, run but I don't really know much. So, okay, so um, I'm going to skip like a whole. Okay. Like background on who he is. Um, like I said, he is a member of the hip hop yeah, I've group seen their shirts Run at DMC. Um, they so they do this song oh. uh, "Walk This Way" with Aerosmith. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, Jessica. After we're done with this podcast, um, you have to uh, search Run DMC and listen to their like most popular songs okay, and tell I me which ones tell you know. I know. Walk this way, Aerosmith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So th they okay. they did that song. <laughs> Um, so, um, this was written on, uh, on Reddit, uh, the original articles from four years ago, he nested this in an article okay. that was posted re more recently, um, by Chastain86. Okay. Um, so, um, they link an article on MT, uh, on an MTV page that gives a breakdown of the events that led what up to Jam it? Master J's death. Um, oh, okay. 2002. Yes. Um, so... This murder, like, fascinated them because, um, you know, like, mm -hmm. Tupac or, like, Biggie Small, you know, like, they they had, like, huge, like, public, you know, they had, like, mm -hmm. casual beef with other people. Or, like, they had, like, you know, people at least thought mm -hmm. that maybe they were more violent or had more yeah. of an attitude. You know what I mean? Like, those are connotations that people had, drew, you know, drew from him. Uh, Jam Master Jay, on the other hand, was always perceived to, like, be, like, very mild-mannered, not beefing with anybody just kind of okay. your average dude you know what i mean that was a mm -hmm. was a hip-hop artist um so october 30th 2002 at 6 p.m he arrives at his 24 7 studio in queens new york to work on some material for rusty waters one of the acts signed to his label uh waiting for things to get started he sits on a couch in the studio's lounge and plays a few games of madden 2002 with his friend tony rinkin um who is 25 um, and according to Rinkin, Jay brings out a pistol and places it on the couch next to them, which makes the studio's receptionist and Jay's assistant, Lydia High, nervous. She asks him to put it away when she comes in a short time later to di discuss Jay's schedule. Uh, Randy Allen, a member of Rusty Waters um, and longtime friend of Jay's, um, arrives at the studio sometime soon after, along with a friend known as Mike B., um, and the pair go to into another room to listen to demo tapes by an aspiring artist affiliated with Jay's production company. 
Um, an hour and a half later, according to Rinkin, his cell phone rings around this time, and he reaches down to answer it. He hears footsteps. It's unknown how many people are involved, but the assailant or assailants walk by High's desk, telling her to get on the ground, and then they greet Jay. The DJ reportedly embraces and or slaps hands with his shooter, who appears to have then uh, been buzzed into the studio by High, indicating that the DJ knows his assailant or assailants. And according to Rinkin, the shooter opens fire, striking him in the leg, and Jay, 37, fatally in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, although Alan, Mike B., and Rinkin, and High are all in the studio that, that night, reportedly none of them witnessed the actual shooting or see who pulled the trigger. Someone from the control room where Alan and Mike B. Are, were working reportedly follows the gunman as they leave and fires a weapon at them. Um, so... November of 2002, theories begin to emerge about the possible motives for the murder, including a debt owed to an old neighborhood acquaintance, revenge by disgruntled rappers whom Jay had worked with who may have killed him over disputed music publishing, publishing advance, or even a possible connection to 50 Cent, who had been a protege of Jay's. Um, November 10th, um, the New York Post reports that Donald uh, Tinard Washington, an associate of Jay's, may have served as a lookout while the DJ was shot. Uh, Washington is believed to have tipped off the killers when Jay arrived at the studio and then waited outside while the perpetrators committed the crime. A man believed to be an accomplice to Jay's murder is thought to be hiding out in Washington, D.C. He is only identified as a, quote, convicted drug dealer. Um, the paper also says that uh, Jam Master Jay had been killed for a dispute over money and names Curtis Schoon, who had been allegedly feuding with Jay as the prime suspect in the investigation and the man wanted by police for uh, for questioning. Um, among the theories among the theories is that Jay owed a debt to Schoon and was killed following an argument over the money. But, I mean, you're not going to kill somebody if they owe you money. I mean, at least not until, like, right? you've exhausted every means of, like, getting it back. Right. Cause at least you think, you, right? Or, or like, steal like, their shit. I don't know. If they're dead. <laughs> you're not going to get it. Yeah, like, then... That I, is, is that satisfying to you then? Right. Like, is that worth the debt? Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to no, like justify, I mean, like, <laughs> or not, not you know what I mean, or like you're you know, understand. <laughs> no. Right. It just makes no sense We're to me. But not, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> People are sick fucks. <laughs> um, about a month later in December, um, Jay's longtime friend Randy Allen, who was present in the studio on the night of the murder, denies reports that he was involved in the slaying and that had. He had set up Jay in an attempt to cash in on a $500,000 life insurance policy. You can't believe everything you read. That's a cruel thing to do to uh, Jam Master so Jay, Alan told So he MTV was News. in a different part of the studio then and didn't see? That's correct? He'd... Yeah, so, yeah, he was in the, like, in the, huh. like, other he booth, didn't... I guess. I guess they're soundproof, right? Cause, like, I guess. <laughs> I don't, like, really... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how, like, I, I the ins and outs of a studio, like, work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I think certain rooms are. Um, anywho, a few months later in April of 2003, several Queens residents say that they uh, know who killed Jay, but are afraid to go to police with the information out of fear. Um, honestly, I think that the police know it happened, but they just don't want to see justice done, neighborhood, Oli neighborhood resident Olivia Jackson says. I know who killed him because I'm in the streets. If I know, then I'm pretty sure they do, too. Um, then on June 19th of that year, an investigator tells MTV News that police are again looking into reports that Allen may have been involved in the murder. 
Um, the news comes days after Jay's mother, Connie Mizzle, um, told New York's Daily News that she was upset that she had not heard from Alan since the DJ slang and about reports that he wasn't cooperating with the police. Quote, that hurts me more than words will ever say. She told the paper, all of these years, Jay and Randy have been friends. We're all as close as can be, and I haven't seen Randy since my Jason was killed. You're his friend for 20 years, and you don't want to talk to the police about what happened. You don't come to my house after he died. You don't want to say that you don't know anything. Uh, police dismissed, however, another report that came the same week that the murder may have resulted from a deadly love triangle between Jay, Jay his wife Terry Corley Mazel, and the Kenneth Supreme McGriff, an alleged neighborhood drug kingpin. Interesting. Lots of theories. Um, yeah. I guess there's always uh-huh. theories, though, when, like, someone's uh, kind of famous. And, like, aren't there a lot of theories about, like, Tupac? Exactly. Kind of? Yeah, and a lot of them have to do with, um, I believe, with Biggie and Tupac, um, with, mm-hmm. uh, like, gang involvement and shit like that. Um, the In October 2003, the Mazel family tells MTV News that they're planning on hiring a private detective because of its frustration with the slow pace of the investigation into the case. Uh, the family also puts up its own $500,000 reward for information leading to the ar- arrest of Jay's murder. That week, the New York Post reported that Lydia High, Randy Allen's sister, and a close friend of Jay's who was present at the studio the night of the murder had come forward with two police and uh, fingered a trigger man in the murder. The New York Police Department denied the report. Um, the New York Newsday reports that Jay was heavily in huh. debt at the time of his death, owing as much as $500,000 in taxes. Um, the red ink was so deep, according to the paper, that Mizell's wife had um, to take a job at Banana Republic to help pay the bills. Um, and then things are kind of quiet until 2007. Um when the Boston Herald in April reports that an unnamed witness told police that um, Ronald Tennard Washington, 43, with an ex- was an accessory mm-hmm. to the murder of Jay. This news comes a week after uh, the Washington was convicted of six armed robberies for holdups he had committed in November okay. of 2002, so yeah. like days okay. after the murder. Um, the witness said that Washington confessed to his role in Jay's murder, as well as the 1995 murder of Randy Stretch Walker, a close associate of late rapper Tupac Shakur. Um, Washington told the paper that he expected to be charged as an accessory in both murders, but denied being involved in either slaying. Um, later that year in October, uh, Queens record store owner, owner William the Mayor Pittman takes MTV News on a tour of Jay's 24-7 studio, which had been sealed off until, um, until around that time. Um, it was a disaster, Pittman says, of the dire state of the studio following police investigation into the murder. The floors were torn up, all of the carpet was ripped up, the walls were down, all of the panels were taken down. You could tell a lot happened here before we actually obtained it. Um, it was really disturbing how it was left. It was very messed up construction-wise. Um, MTV reports, uh, sh- you can see the spot where um, Jam Master Jay was shot and reveals a treasure trove of artifacts he'd found in the studio, including old digital tapes with 50 Cent and Onyx written on them, as well as several pairs of um, his... Jam Master Jay's Adidas sneakers. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Um, so, in November, um, Alan tells MTV News that he wants the same thing that um, Jay's family wants, closure, and that he's not mm-hmm. the bad guy in this tragic story. As far as I'm concerned, everyone that was there and hasn't said anything had something to do with it. Mazel's brother, Marvin Thompson, said in a daily news article about uh, mm-hmm. the previous week. Alan says, uh, tells MTV News that he's been trying to figure out who killed Mizell for the past five years and insists that he did not witness the murder, but that he has his own theory on who the murderer is, someone who is very close to the, fa- to the family. 
Um, after five years of silence, Witness Rinkin finally comes forward and tells the Daily News that Jay had a pistol with him on the night of the murder, and that he had placed it on the arm of the couch they were sitting on while play- playing video games, suggesting that the DJ had suspected hmm. that he was a marked man. Rinkin said that uh, Jay knew his killer and that there had been an immediate animosity um, or if he was making a problem that they wouldn't have been that close. His gun was right there. He would have been blazing. Um, at some point, Rinkin said his phone rang as he bent down to pick it up off the floor. He heard footsteps and Jay said, oh shit, and then gunshots rang out. Shot in the leg, Rinkin turned to see Jay, and face, Jay face down on the floor with a gunshot wound to the head and the killer wearing a dark sweater running out of the studio. He claimed he never saw his face. Um... A few days later, Alan gets into an emotional confrontation with members of Jay's family at the uh, Jam Awards in the Hammerston Ballroom in New York. Um, at one point, the event's producer told Alan to get out, and a large group of men took off in search of Alan to remove him from the venue just before the uproar. He and Thompson had crossed paths for the first time since Jay's funeral, and the two men agreed to speak at a later time. Um, in December, Alan and Thompson meet and speak in front of MTV news cameras. Um, check back as, as the reports on Jam Master Jay continue um, on Tuesday and Thursday. So they basically just met and talked, talked on air. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the new updates um, from NBC New York, uh, the murder of Run DMZ Jam Master Jay has remained a mystery for almost 18 years with few witnesses and no motive to explain the shooting death of the acclaimed musician inside mm-hmm. a Queen studio in 2002 on uh, Monday. Uh, oh, this okay. was written 25 so days ago. Recently, so yeah. um, back in August, um, uh, federal officials and members of New York City Police Department will announce charges for two suspects connected with the um, unsolved murder. NBC New York has uh, learned that law enforcement sources identified the alleged suspect as Ronald Washington and Carl Jordan, the former already in prison and latter arrested by ATF and NYPD on Sunday. What's um, their motive? They're... Right. So I think they're doing more investigation on that. I'd yeah. love to do a follow-up later, but I just thought that this was really interesting. Yeah, so like a pretty high-profile murder it definitely going unsolved for 18 like years. More people know things than they're like willing yeah. to say. Oh, absolutely! And um, I never actually finished, but I started watching that thing mm-hmm. on Biggie and Tupac on Netflix. Um, I forget what it's called, um, but they basically say the yeah, same thing in that know. documentary at the beginning. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're like, there's a hundred percent without a doubt in my mind people that know who mm-hmm. killed these men but no one's gonna say anything because of you know like gang affiliation street cred etc smalls was murdered too no. oh yeah and like i want to say that like, it was like not they're very <laughs> close in time i mean like i knew tupac was but uh uh I, I don't remember exactly. I'll yeah, that's I'll look it up later and I'll let you know. But um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, do a follow up if you. So if that you is my more, case for the week. More information. I'm interested. To I know. will. Yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting. I, f- I came across yeah, it on I Reddit and I was that. like, Whoa. I mean, like I see their shirts all the time at Target. Like I said. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, do you yeah have anything? Um. Do you have anything fresh? Uh, I got a new purse. Uh, it's it's yeah, so cute. So a couple years ago, I bought a coach bag, and it was really expensive. 
and I made a promise to myself that mm -hmm. after I bought that I would not buy another purse for at least one full year and it's been almost two um, because I spent so much money on that coach purse so this is my first new purse since I bought that and I love it um the armholes are a little that's small, awesome like, if you're trying to put it around your shoulder but like otherwise it's super cute mm -hmm. yeah that's fucking dope. It looks yeah, honestly like a Chloe bag. that's what I'm going for because I'm obsessed with those Chloe bags. They're $2,000. There's no way mm -hmm. in hell. Yeah, no, thank you. So this was the next best thing at 50 bucks. <laughs> hell yeah. I, um, I, a little while ago, like maybe like a month and a half ago, um, went to a consignment store in Walnut Creek and, uh, Ooh. bought a Rebecca Minkoff tote. How much was it? I love it so much. It was originally Trial. almost $600 bag. How much? 50 Guess how much I paid? Stop it. $38. Holla. If you ever I can't see make this up. There. I did, and they Fuck. were still like $1,200. God damn. Same with like, because yeah. I was looking at the Louis Vuitton stuff because I'm, I like I'm a little bitch too. like that. And, uh, so expensive. Good. That's good, why good, I got good. a fake Louis Vuitton in, um, but I yeah, I was upset. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what mine is. Um, I honestly think it might be Ooh, my Costco coffee. They're good. Out. Yeah, because like, I literally just kept one at work and That's I keep lot. one at home. Cause, oh, yeah, because I like have to microwave my coffee all the time. And it's one of those like double-walled like yeah. fake Yeti bitches. And I think the Yeti lids actually fit in this. Ooh. So you can like interchange your lids yeah, if you if want. Yeah, if I see them at my Costco next time I go, um, I'm probably going to snag them. But yeah, also, I was like, otherwise online they're cheaper or they're a little a more expensive. With us right now, and he often steals my Yeti to drink mm -hmm. from it. And so when I was going to work, this was a problem. What a bitch! But now I'm not going into work right now. Yeah, and probably won't be for a while. <laughs> it's not as much of a problem. <laughs> but freaking COVID, man. Anyways, Fair. fucking COVID. Oh, so anywho. Uh, we'll catch you on Wednesday with the next trial by Episode media because we're back to doing those. Like so sad. This one was the most sad of all yes. of them. It is so, so we're gonna sad. just yeah we'll have that out and that's a promise. We'll catch you then. We're gonna record it right. Yes, because uh, <laughs> we're gonna record it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Bye. Anywho. Bye.